This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. I don't sing, I don't dance, you won't track here anymore. It is a Friday evening in Manhattan. Bradley, 33, sits at his kitchen table, pondering a text message that he received moments earlier from his co-worker, Nicole, 24. Nicole has let Bradley know that she is about to arrive at a bar in the East Village. We're just walking in now. Where are you guys? We're at the Copper Dime in the East Village. Where are you? Hmm... Oh, that's crazy. I'm just a few blocks away at a going-away party for a friend. Bradley hears a knock on his front door. He isn't expecting anyone, but answers the door anyway to find Amber, 30, his childhood friend. Uh, how'd you get into my building without buzzing? Someone was walking out when I got here. Oh, I don't like that. What if you were an ex? Do you remember Tracy? Tall Tracy or Tracy from Puerto Rico? Tall Tracy, from like six years ago when I lived in Hell's Kitchen with Marcus. Marcus sucked. Marcus was the worst, but that actually might have been because his first day in the apartment was right after Tracy and I broke up, and she showed up and rang the buzzer like 15 times. Can you imagine if someone had just let her in? Okay, but I'm not Tall Tracy. Yeah, you're not. So what's up? What are you doing here? Erica's mom's in town, so I'm meeting them for dinner near here in like an hour. It's a really weird coincidence. This girl, Nicole, who I work with, the one who was texting me at the movie theater. She just texted me asking what I'm doing tonight, and I lied and said that I was at a friend's place nearby. And she's at the Copper Dime, so in my mind, that friend was Erica. Why didn't you just tell her the truth? You could have just gone to meet her. Yeah, I'm planning on going to meet her, but it makes it seem like I'm less interested if she thinks I'm coming from a few blocks away rather than all the way uptown. Yeah, don't lie to her. She already likes you. Mm, skeptical. How's it going with that 42-year-old? Oh, God, I never got to tell you about my date with him. It was insane. He was a lot cuter on Bumble than he was in real life. And I don't know, it didn't really feel like we were vibing, but then we had like 15 drinks. How many drinks did you actually have? We seriously had like 15 drinks at like four different places over the course of the night. Holy shit, he was dropping a lot of money on you. Well, I bought a couple of rounds because it was a lot and I was worried he was going to expect me to put out. Well, that's exactly the reason that most girls opt to split the bill. I guess I don't get why you kept hanging out with him. Okay, well, once I'm drunk and out, I am drunk and I am out. And after all the drinks, we ended up at the sex shop on 8th Avenue, and he buys these things called poppers. Do you know about these? Like fireworks. No, they're kind of like drugs. I think they're really popular with gay guys because they, like, relax your muscles and make you feel really touchy. Oh, amyl nitrate. Sure, I guess. So he bought some, and we took them, and yada, yada, yada. You said you didn't think he was cute. Oh, I just said he was cuter on Bumble. And I was drunk, and I really just wanted to hook up. Uh I can't believe you did drugs with a guy on a first date. All right, it's been a rough few months. Don't judge me. I'm not judging. But so a couple days later, I got a text from him, and I was out with some work friends, and so I just went over to his place, and we started making out, and immediately he asked if I wanted to do poppers again. Yikes. So, since it's a popper-dependent relationship, I think I'm going to move on. Smart move. Um... I need you to leave, because I told Nicole that I was going to leave this party that I'm supposedly at in 30 minutes, which means that I actually need to leave in, like, five minutes. Wow, rude. All right, good luck. Michael, 36, and Emma, 
33, meet at a quaint Italian restaurant in Chelsea. They share several small plates before dining on this restaurant's famous Caccio a Pepe. We join them as Emma pontificates on human evolutionary mating habits. The more popular you think somebody is, the more attractive that you think that they are. Like, popularity heightens all of your senses. Wait, say that again? So, like, okay, if I saw you in a social setting and you're, like, the center of attention, like, you're looking really cool and everybody's just clamoring to talk to you, you know, like, you're the center of everything, you're, like, the popular cool guy, I would want you more. I mean, I perceive you to be attractive. Yeah, like the rock star or somebody on stage or whatever. Yeah, right, right, right. Even if you weren't attractive before, like, it just, it makes you look more attractive. Ah, okay, I get it. Like... Okay, if if I saw you online without the crowd, you know, it wouldn't be as attractive to you. Gotcha, gotcha. It's also a good way to predict the long-term chances of your relationship. I mean, if I think you're popular, I assume you're not really available. So I would feel like I would need to luck it up. You know, I'd have to like, get a, 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 a get in there. You know, I'd have a stronger desire to make things work. You know, it'd be kind of like primal. Right, because it's competitive, right? It's just basic supply and demand. Like, if mm-hmm. my demand is higher, you're going to be more into it. Yeah, right, right. Fuck these chopsticks, I'm just going to use my fingers. Yeah, yeah, go for it. Mm, Anyway. Mm, What was I saying? No. Yeah, right, okay. So my point is, there are certain natural things in all of us that make us attracted to certain people. Like, a woman is more attracted to a guy if he's, like, tall and athletic, because we know instinctively that he is healthier. Right, the same way that a man is attracted to a woman with larger hips or big boobs or something, because it's fertility and health and all that good stuff. Yeah, right, exactly. Like, I try to be open-minded about everything, but I just can't be in a relationship with someone unless there's, like, that animal attraction, you know? Yeah, of course. So, it's also kind of like, um, oh, mm, whoa, this fish is really good. (laughs) I know, right? Mm Mm-hmm. How's the restaurant going, by the way, speaking of food? Oh, yeah, it's going good, um, unbelievably. I mean, I can't believe we're still on schedule. Should be up ready for our soft opening on the uh, 8th. Cool. Yeah, I'm really glad we could do this. I mean, after we open, honestly, I don't know what my schedule's going to be like. Yeah, yeah, and I've been meaning to come here for a while, so this is good. So, anyway, yeah, so, primal, right. Okay, so, my criteria has actually changed over the years a little bit. So, when I was 18, all I cared about was the primal animal attraction, right? But now I, like, like before it was just, if I liked the girl's face, that was it, I was in. <laughs> but now, I'm 36, and I'm thinking, like, oh, you're really creative, now that's attractive to me. Or you make me laugh a lot. So it all just matters a lot more. Wait, okay, hold on. You're saying you could date somebody that you weren't attracted to? No, no, not that exactly. More like, even if you are attractive, those other things still need to be there. Like, if they're missing, uh-huh. then you're less attractive. Basically, I'm just much pickier than I was when I was 18. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean... I guess I'm just uh, aware of, like, what draws people together, you know? You know what it is? I know what I want, and my body, like, just screams it from deep down within me. So, you know, I've explored this a lot. I mean, I guess... Okay, fine. Here's the confession. You're ready. Strap in. Um, I was a phone sex operator. Uh, See, that's actually not that weird to me. But those companies are long gone now, right? Uh, no. (laughs) Wait, how long ago were you a phone sex operator? Uh, like two months ago. No. Yeah. (laughs) Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm I'm surprised. I'm just, I'm way more, okay, I'm more surprised that those companies exist than you were a phone sex operator. Oh, oh, okay. Um, well, I mean, I guess, all right. I think the reason that I'm bringing this up is because my big takeaway from all this, which... I guess it's not really all that surprising, but 
it's just that we are intrinsically very lonely people. Okay, so so was that the nature of most of your calls? Was it all companionship or was it random? Like, were they all over the place? Um, well, no, it was just like, people who wanted to talk. Okay. I had uh, one guy and he he called like sometimes, you know, I kind of like knew him a little bit. And then at one point he just said, why do you still talk to me? And that question was just like so point blank, you know, he just like hung it out there and it really rattled me for a second. So it took me a second to figure out like what I was going to say. So were you in phone sex operator mode and you're just like, I, because I want to fuck you or whatever? Or like, <laughs> no, um, I didn't say that. I, I didn't know what to say. I, I just, he sounded so down about himself. And then he asked that. I was just like flabbergasted. Well, I'm assuming you didn't say because you're paying me. Well, no, I couldn't say that. Um, I think I said something along the lines of, well, you know, everyone calls these lines for a reason. And we're all just looking for a little companionship. It's not unusual for all of us to feel lonely, particularly at certain points of our lives. So I'm talking to you because it sounds like you're lonely now and you need someone to talk to. I know I'll be in that position at some point, too, and I want someone to talk to me. And he just said, like, you sound really nice. And I was like, aw, and I feel like it really helped him. <laughs> See, that's my assumption now, because I just assumed that all these calls would be much more civil. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, because if you wanted something overtly sexual, you just go to the internet. Phone sex is much more about making a connection with someone. Like, they wouldn't actually be a lot of sex talk. Am I wrong? Well, no, I mean... It is more personal, but the line that I was on, this is going to sound really wacky, but um, it was actually like the amateur line because I was a newbie. So the people who called us were specifically looking for somebody who theoretically was a quote unquote real person. <laughs> so, you were, so you just like randomly answered the phone like, hello, is anybody there? <laughs> is this like, I, like I've never done this before? Yeah, that was actually my approach. <laughs> <laughs> Not what I expected. All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, I just needed some extra money, and I figured it would be an interesting way to do it. Then so. you got to work from home. You know what? You can have the rest of the noodles. Oh, me? Really? Yeah, 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 go for it. Oh, I can split it. No, don't anymore. I, I finished the last play. The, it's all yours. Well, it insist. <laughs> mm. Yeah, so that same site, it had all the modern stuff, too, not just the phone sex calls. Like, you could do webcam stuff and they actually had uh, a text service where you can sext with someone so you could do you could do skype it was like i'm confused okay so this i guess the skype and the webcam is that just, like do you pay that stuff by the minute oh uh, no um the skype and the phone would still pay by the minute but the others were some kind of like a bundle payment package or something like cable or <laughs> your internet <laughs> the waiter arrives with michael and emma's dinner <laughs> All right, we got beets, arugula, with some creme fraiche and pistachio powder. Yeah, that's everything on that plate. So, yeah, the photos, um, they were like a gallery. They could uh, buy the entire gallery or just some. But anyway, I just did the phone. Oh, I had a fake name, though. And I lived in New Rochelle. Oh, and I told people that I worked at Target. <laughs> you worked at Target? <laughs> yeah. That was the best you could come up with. Well, what do you want? I'm 20. I live in the burbs. No college degree. I mean, where else would I work? I guess that's it, right? I mean, I guess that, that works. But actually, they would always tell me that I sounded older. And in my head, I would be like, yeah, because I'm 33. And I actually just got out of high school, darling. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, wait. Did you finish the rest of that OJ show? You don't want to talk about phone sex anymore? Uh, nope. I think I'm moving on. So did you finish the OJ show? Yeah, I did, actually. What? I thought we were going to watch the rest of it together. I'm sorry. It's just, it's been a while since I've seen you. And I didn't oh. know, like, how long should I wait? Ugh. Well, 
that was going to be my reason to invite myself back to your place tonight. I mean, I was pretty distracted. I could, I should, you know, I should probably actually watch it again. Uh, nah. It's cool. You already watched it. No, I mean, I was working. I, I don't mind. I would love to watch it again. It was great. Nope. You broke your promise. Besides, I gotta get up early and head to that wedding in Boston tomorrow. Oh. Oh, hey, I'm gonna run to the ladies' room. Um, would you mind asking the waiter for the check? Sure. God damn it, Mike. Meanwhile, Bradley meets Nicole. Hey there. Hey, I'm glad you came. What's going on? Um, nothing. Well, okay, I just found a new reason to hate Kathy Bates. Do you know someone named Kathy Bates? Or are you talking about an actress? The actress. You're so weird. There aren't any reasons to hate Kathy Bates. Well, I, of course there are. I was listening to a podcast on my way over here. Uh, she was being interviewed by Mark Marin. You're obsessed with Mark Marin. I want him to be my dad, yeah. And Kathy Bates? Okay, so first, do you watch American Horror Story? Do I have a pulse? Well, okay, fine, then apparently I don't have a pulse because I don't watch it. But apparently she's much thinner now? I guess. I didn't really know what she looked like before American Horror Story. Alright, so she tells Marin that the way she lost the weight was she started being very mindful. Uh, one of the things she was mindful about was every time you eat, I guess your body triggers you to stop eating by making you sigh. So, I'm a clean plate enthusiast, I never noticed this, and now I know I'm going to start noticing that I sigh, like, halfway through my meal. So then, shouldn't you be happy? You complain a lot about your imaginary belly. Yeah, no, I'm not happy, because every meal I eat, I'm going to hear myself sigh, and then I'm going to look at my food and think, I want to keep eating, but then think, I'm going to get fat, so I'll just both realize that I'm overeating, and then I'll be struggling to not eat. How could you listen to a podcast on your way here? Didn't you come from, like, three blocks away? Right. I meant... I meant earlier today. Earlier, on my way home from work, I listened to the podcast. That's, that's when I listened to it. A few other people from work said they were going to stop by here, but I haven't heard from them, so I'm not sure that's going to happen. That might be for the best. Um, you know, you don't want Leslie seeing you in this top, probably. Yeah, no, I meant, like, Diana and that crew. Oh, yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. Honestly, I'm, I'm kind of glad they're not here. Do you not like Diana? No, I, I like Diana just fine. I like all those people just fine. I'd just rather be able to talk to you without the distraction of other people from work. That's sweet. Actually, you're probably the only person at work that I'd meet up with outside the office. Oh, yeah? Yep. Um, so are you, like, interested in any of these guys here? Guys in my group here or, like, just guys in the bar in general? I meant guys in your group, but either. Well, no, in either case, not really. I used to sort of date that tall guy over there in the gingham shirt. Well, clearly that ended fine. You're here together. No, it didn't. But he's dating my friend Alyssa now. Which one's Alyssa? That girl over there. Okay, but she's... Well, yeah, whatever. Okay, well, at least you know he probably thinks about you when he's with her. I doubt it. I mean, I don't. Can I tell you something that bothers me? That's the majority of things that you tell me. Well, it, um, it bothers me that you're the only person at work that I really feel like I've connected with, and I wouldn't have met you if not for work, but then that being said, because we work together, I can't do what I want to do right now, which is make that dude jealous by kissing you. Do you want to make him jealous, or do you actually want to kiss me? Clearly I want to kiss you, but it's probably not appropriate. Yeah. But still frustrating. Yeah. Bradley only needs to hear that one word 
to build the confidence to kiss Nicole. During the kiss, he opens his eyes and sees the tall young man in the gingham shirt glance in their direction, look away, and then quickly look back at them. Bradley smiles and pulls away from the kiss. I think we got his attention? Whose attention? So we should probably stop. I don't want to, but we probably should. Because your friends are here. No, because Diana's going to be here soon. Well, why don't we just keep doing this somewhere else? You live near here, right? Okay, yeah, I don't know. Are we moving too fast? Too fast? I thought we were just going to go make out in private. We can't tell anyone from work. I barely talk to anyone at work as it is. True. Okay, I'm going to go close my tab at the bar and you take that time to think about it. Sounds good. Rather than walk to the bar, Bradley walks out the front door, takes out his cellular telephone and calls Michael. Hey buddy, what's going on? Hey buddy, hey buddy. Uh, I'm at this bar with Nicole from work. Good man. Yeah, so fears about how this is going to make work terrible aside... Feels like I'm pretty close to getting her to let me go back to her place tonight. What's that thing that you always say um, to get girls to let you go up to their place? Well, I mean, it's not really a thing. It's just like you're just straightforward and honest, right? Like, you just say, I've had a really great time tonight. I would love to come back to your place with you. But if that's moving too fast or if it's being disrespectful or whatever, I completely understand. I just would really like the night to continue. So just do something along those lines. Just be straightforward and honest with her. Okay. I kind of already tried something like that. But I wasn't, like, super straightforward or menschy. That's a lot better than what I had planned as my last-ditch effort, actually. Wait, what were you going to say? I was just going to offer to walk her home, and then when I got to her door, say I needed to come upstairs and use the bathroom. Too Old to Date was created by Brad Garoon and Mike Tanzillo. This episode was written by Brad and Mike. Additional voices this episode provided by Chelsea Townsend, Whitney Centowers, and Jenna Heller. Our theme music is Loveless by Go Go Ghost. Creep on us on social media at Too Old To Date. Contact us at info at tooldtodate.com. For more information, visit tooldtodate.com. And while you're there, please consider leaving a donation. It will help us make more shows and pay for more dates. This is the Jabberjaw Podcast Network. Visit JabberjawMedia.com for more shows like this one.